0: silence
1: <laughs> microphones of badness is a proud member of the Legend lessons of approved <laughs>
2: <laughs> broadcast <laughs> network now that he's fucked that up completely <laughs> I, 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 I worked by. so hard <laughs> Be
1: professional. <laughs> Microphones of Madness is a proud member of the Legends. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't even say it now. <laughs> Legends, Legends of Tabletop, Tabletop Broadcasting Network. Yes. Podcasting Network.
0: We
2: got
1: through it. Podcasting,
2: yes. broadcasting. No, no, it is broadcasting. It's a
1: streamcasting. Look, it's Legends of Tabletop. It's a network. There's broadcasting and podcasting involved. Right.
0: Yes, and we are part of it.
1: And
2: we are part proudly. of it.
1: We're proudly, proudly part of it. Can
2: you tell how proud we are?
1: Yes. <laughs> Fucking deal how
0: with Seriously, it. we take all this.
2: <laughs> so... We're the red-headed stepchildren of the Legends of Tabletop <laughs> Broadcast Network.
1: Well, here we are, Saturday night. Yeah. Welcome to the most chaotic podcast mm-hmm. in uh, geekdom microphones of madness. But then again, it's yes. microphones of madness, so we have to kind of be mad. We uh, tonight we are continuing our discussion of Key Conga. This is part four, and the stories we're going to be looking at tonight is uh, Balagun Ojitade's A Name Long Forgotten, and Milton Davis's, help me out here, Tim Neat. Nee. Thank you.
0: I hear
2: that's...
1: Yeah, well, you know, <sighs> I'm I'm lazy, so I read these things at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning.
2: <laughs> hey, wait, you said you read my traveler thing at 3 o'clock in the morning. I read fast. <laughs>
0: right?
1: <laughs> so here we are. Yes. Hey. Uh, yeah, we were supposed to have Bernie Sanders on, but uh, he called declined. decline.
0: It. Yeah. yeah, he had a thing.
1: He had a thing. He said, You guys associate with Nicholas Nicario. Fuck you
0: guys.
1: (laughs) He's like the Donald Trump of gaming. Whoa, no, come on now. Come on
0: now. Now, wait a minute. That hair is real, damn it.
2: Mm -hmm. Nick's hair? Yeah. Nick means well. Sure. See, now, the thing is, Nick never listens to the show.
1: Right, so we can say whatever we, can say
2: whatever we want. Whatever we want. And, That's true. And you know what? It will not come back to us because it doesn't listen. And if he comes back to us, we'll know that he is listening to the show and I'll be right in the world. So Yes.
0: We love you, Nick. We really do.
2: We're gunning for you, Nicario. <laughs>
1: That's right. He keeps teasing us with that Chaosium
2: sponsorship. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. But we have to play hours and hours of Laura, whatever it's called.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I'm thinking we Laura should, we should yeah. just uh, we should just throw our support to another gaming company. And, you know, I like X Wing. Let's throw it. Let's be all Fantasy Flight Channel. Nice.
0: <laughs> <sighs>
1: all right, so let's let's start with a name long forgotten. It is the shortest we have read so far in this book.
2: Cleve might have been shorter.
1: The Well, yeah, but
0: yeah, it's really more of an introduction than an actual story, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think cleave is kind of a bookend piece. You know, get it? Get the ball rolling. Start us at the beginning of Kikanga, and then throw us right in. Right. Um. Yeah, this this one wasn't one of my favorites in the book it had a lot of
2: potential
1: oh yeah absolutely uh, you know we we we've uh, we've praised we've praised ojitade for uh, his almost folks folktale type voice in the earlier stories we've read by him in this anthology right this one he switches it up it's actually if i recall the first one that is written first person mhm and it has it has a weird fiction, almost almost Lovecraftian vibe to it. <laughs> and it just for some, it, I think Steve mentioned it before the show. It reads kind of like an adventure hook, right?
0: I
2: agree. You know, this, the, this is the uh, this is the story that you kind of read before your party goes out to do mm-hmm. whatever they're doing. This is the, right. the info dump right here. You meet yeah. you meet, you meet the, the main character in a tavern and he tells you this tale. And, and, now it's, no and now it's up to you to stop the evil that is the name long forgotten.
0: And this kind of looks like it's one of those that gives you information about the story or about the game universe. Mm-hmm. For example, there's mention of an elephant unit yep. as in the police. And, yeah, and peppers. And
1: this witch lady. Right. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, she's shaping Whose up, name yeah. is
0: long forgotten.
1: Although she says it, I don't remember what it is. I didn't write it down in my notes or
0: uh, I got it on my screen. It is. I'm going to butcher this, and I'm sorry, but... Onisako... Gigi.
1: Yeah, she's like she's like the Lich King or something. <sighs> something like that. Yeah, that's that's what it felt like to me. Is that it's introducing this huge villain
2: to the Keykonga universe. Well, it also does one other thing to the Keykonga universe. What's that? Well, so far, the cultures we've met have been lower tech levels. We haven't mm-hmm. seen anything. We've seen like. Villagers, um, we've seen, we've seen uh, rioters. We haven't mm-hmm. really been introduced to anything city-like, right? Yeah, this in right. Osaka, and this does give a kind does, of a social order. Yes, this does kind of tease us with a uh, with an urban structure.
1: Yes, set along the banks of an, of, of a river, uh, a lot of people make their living fishing. Right,
2: there's a there's a police force. Yes, band. with a special elephant unit. Right. Yes. And, and it sounds f- so freaking cool. Membership in the police force may be uh, hereditary. Mm-hmm. This guy's uncle asks him, "When are yeah. you joining? Are you ready to join up?" So yeah.
1: now, now he is it is it as an if uncle it's a thing or is uncle a, like a term of respect for a close? Member of the family.
2: That's true. I was kind of picturing them as like the Uchiha from Naruto, which were the villages. Um, basically, they were the security force of the village, the the const the constables, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where my mind was going with this.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was there the there was a there was a lot of potential. Like you said, there was a lot of potential there. Um, the the story ended rather abruptly you know the the, the it was Lovecraftian yeah but the the feeling <laughs> when the there feeling is no dread didn't build that the final paragraph started with a feeling of dread and then it's just kind of you know 20
2: right
0: years to the day
2: you know the window the window right. well it still has more of that that um oral tradition voice to it Mm-hmm. As opposed to that, the, the Lovecraft—I don't want to say scholarly—but Lovecraft's methods of slowly building up that tension—he's really right. good at it. He's really good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't do that. This is more like this is what happened to me one day. Twenty years later, now we're screwed. Right.
0: And there is no hope. Oh my God! They're huge frogs, twice the size of our invincible elephants.
1: I, I got a plus five frog slaying sword. Let's go. All right.
2: My elephant has um, boots, or yeah, elephant boots of frog stomping. Elephant boots of frog stomping.
0: Yes. Anti-frog armor.
2: We're waiting. We're waiting for. Um, conga munchkin and that will be a card boots of frog stomping yes sweet elephantine boots of frog stomping yeah nice
1: and uh, so when we get a chance to play Conga, I want, I want to be a police elephant
0: <laughs> <laughs> But you want to be a police elephant
2: yes dude as long as there's not a lot of math I'm game to be anything <laughs> We'll have to see Unlike how the combat
0: cardboard. rules work. Um. Yeah. The other's gonna be
1: combat. This this story is. It, what did you say it was, Steve? Like five pages? Uh, One page?
2: I have it three pages. Three pages.
1: Yeah. Yeah. On, on my computer, I have it zoomed in a little bit more, so it's more clicks to get it get through. Yeah. I mean, this is. It, Overall, this one is probably one of the weaker stories we've read so far. However, Milton Davis follows it up with with a humdinger.
2: Yeah. Yes. And I told you at the end of the last of uh, Massive and Naralaptor last time, this one was the best one so far in the book. Yeah, you yes, did.
0: This is good. This was good.
1: Mhm. It is. Um, this story is is Tim Neat. It is about a pair of assassins uh, who are sent to this, this city across the desert to murder a rival magic user. And shenanigans unfold. They infiltrate his camp. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They infiltrate his camp. They're tempted. find out that, find out that he's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know And his wife is awesome. And his wife is awesome
2: and his, everybody his, is his so wife, hot as hell. His wife is the titular to meet. Yes. Correct. Um yeah, they
1: they get into this town the first thing they're they're brought in they're stopped by the, the, the town guard first. And the town guard says, Well, wait here. Here's some food. They go back inside. They wait for a week, and then they're dying of thirst because they scarf down the food too quick because they're idiots.
2: Well, the thing is, one of them's an
1: idiot. Right. The other one is... The other is... one's not an idiot. Right. So we get the, the, our, our our protagonists, who are actually the, the villains of Villain. the piece, really. Yeah,
0: but what's up with
1: that? Um... Turning a trope on its head, telling the story mm-hmm. from bad guy's point of view, I guess.
0: Okay.
1: Um, you know they they are kind of an odd couple. You know, one of them is very serious, uh, very mission driven. Uh, knows all the local customs, knows the, you know, uh, proper protocols and etiquette and right. and this sort of thing. And the other guy is just kind of like, you know, he, he's, he's
2: not a people person. Well, it's hinted that the uh, that the first guy who um, Pandare mm-hmm. was before he became a disciple of teacher, right? That he was uh, he was a warlord or a military man himself. That right. He, that he had fighting skills and um, strategy skills that. Mm-hmm. Shigu, who
1: is the the uh, other the idiot the, the dopey one the stone well, the the dopey one Shigu... the Nicario. <laughs> the Nicario of the right. group um he is he was more he was sold into slavery he was like an urchin right. um but he has a photographic memory right mm-hmm <laughs> And that's that's his his strength. Well, and
2: also it it seems like he was more of the sneaky guy. He's the guy street m-
0: smart beef guy,
2: right? Who can get into locked places, right? Um, whereas um, Tandare, maybe his strengths lie elsewhere. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that they were meant to complement each other,
1: right? Mm-hmm. one one is the leader and the the man with the plan and the other one is the man with the information
2: right now Shigu, it's told from his point of view right and he is he does not think very highly of himself and no. I think that, that's important to the plot of the story so he he might not be as um imbecilic as he makes himself out to Correct, and he's he's not a
1: he's not he's not a cutthroat either.
2: No, no. He's he's not, not
1: like he's not like uh, his his partner.
2: I, I think his, his he he is doing this more out of loyalty for the first person who treated him like a human being, which would right. be teacher, as mm-hmm. opposed to uh, Pandare, who it's, it's it's another job. Right, right. And, and you get this towards the end. I don't want to give it away. But towards the end, uh, Shigu, and it cost him the mission. There it did. I gave it away. Mm-hmm. Shigu wavers in his um, loyalty to teacher. Right. Um, because somebody else shows is, him kindness. and doesn't Is it really his loyalty to teacher, or is he just not a killer? I think it might be a little bit of both, but I think that, that um
0: that's the impression that I get, yeah.
2: Timney treated him well and mm-hmm. didn't ask for anything in return. Right. Well, nothing that she didn't ask of anybody else. Right, right. right.
1: And he was he was, you know, they he set him to work harvesting and loading sorghum into wagons. Right. And
2: he enjoyed it. Right. Well, that's he, his previous I, day's work was he was in paradise. That's what they call whatever reward they get, for right? Them.
1: Which apparently was just a drug-induced stupor,
2: right? And if he wanted more of that, he had to do what teacher told him to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Whereas, Tim Neat's reward was was life itself. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, I think he yes, he, he did he did start to second guess his loyalty to to teacher. Right.
1: He was shown. He was shown another way.
2: Right. Whereas Pandare um, was was all about the mission. Right. Mm-hmm. There wasn't.
1: There was no compromise. It was always about the mission. Right. And never about anything else. And I think and he.
2: I think he enjoyed himself there too. I didn't think he was. Um, he he was having a bad time of it. I think he was just. He was well,
1: able no, to focus more. Yeah, he was able to focus more. He remained on mission because his place in 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 this this teacher's family, the the rival teacher's family, was he was accepted in and was given instruction right away. Rather but than as a
0: as a military man, he would be used to being on task all the time.
1: True, true. Now, there's the one scene where you can't be accepted into the family until, you know, Tim says so. Yeah. So, you know, and then she comes in. She does her her magic, gazing upon each of them, and she takes Shigu and lets him into the day to day activities of the family, and and the other fellow. Goes off with the teacher. Kandari? Gandari goes off with with we,
2: the, the teacher. And we never find out what they do.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, basically, you know, it's it's implied that he is re, he's receiving instruction from the teacher. Right. <laughs> but you know, we could almost we can almost surmise that you know keep your enemies close. Which one? You know, they she she knew which one the actual enemy was. Did she though?
0: Because I mean, she she let him in.
2: She let him in. Couldn't
0: she just have said no, kill these kill these fuckers and be done with
2: it? Yeah, but I don't think that was her way. I think her way was to you know try and let everybody have part of this life,
1: give everybody the benefit of the doubt, and you know if they don't renounce whatever their bad intention was then
2: then she we'll, we'll deal, with him, deal with them. You can definitely tell that um, the way um, what is his name? Amadu. That's his name right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amadu is the rival teacher who's home there and now. The teacher. His whole setup is completely different than what it must be in in the other place in paradise
0: Mm-hmm.
2: because they go in there thinking they're going to be trying to kill a rival sorcerer and they'll be doing good for this community to get him out of the way. Right. But everybody in town likes the guy. Right. He, he is the community. Right, and and yeah. his, his compound is set up um, along a main thoroughfare. It's defended because they're not dumb. Right. But it's not inaccessible. And right. People are in and out. Um, you have to go through the common market to get there. Right, right. People are very open, and you get the feeling that the other, the rival teacher, doesn't run things quite like that.
1: Right, and the the, the whole the whole city is built upon the principle of hospitality. Right, mm-hmm. that you know, it, what was what was the saying they use? Something like generosity when you have plenty, and generosity when you don't or something like, some something along those lines
2: right
0: yeah and you really don't get the sense that this is just one giant cult and the teacher is like some evil cult leader mhm not really cuz they they call them well I mean they call themselves a family and, and what cult doesn't call themselves a family right but but you you really get the sense that you know if somebody wanted to step up they could
1: right and in in and that you know they're welcoming but yet everybody seems to be free um and you kind of get a an idea of where where they're coming from in this other teachers um, compound
0: hell I kind of wanted to join them
1: where they're they're kind of they're they're shocked that children are you know hanging out there and and all this other stuff, so you kind of get this idea that, you know, they're isolated, regimented, strict, you know, it's this... And he kind of toys with the, the the legend of the uh, the Hashishin. Hashashin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or what would later become the uh, Assassins. Right. Since they, these guys are coming from a place... They came from Nambar Papa and and they're kept in line they're kept in line through this basically the, the drug.
2: through drugs the teacher is obviously racial
1: ghoul. and and oh and they keep <laughs> mentioning the other teacher's garden which which is uh as i recall that is that's a direct reference to that legend because everybody wanted to be in his garden cuz that's where all the all the Mario where, stuff yeah. is oh you can't be saying stuff like that man all right Yeah, I mean, you know, and then you know, you kind of have to give away the ending of this one simply because it, it it's a twist.
0: Yeah.
1: Um turns out that that the person they thought was their target is not the target, right? No. And that the, the rival was actually Timne. And she has got some hellacious powers.
2: Mhm. Well, she can bring the dead back to life. Yeah. She can bring the de- she brings the dead back. More hellacious than that.
1: Mm-hmm. No, she's also got oh, that shit. Kylo Ren thing going on.
0: Yeah, telekinesis. Go Woo-hoo.
2: for the knife. I can't move. She's not as whiny as Kylo Ren. now. No, she can yeah. keep Kylo
1: Ren's ass.
0: She could Just wait till the second movie without even thinking about you might be it. Be like
2: that. I guarantee you. So.
1: Uh, yeah, this is easily one of the better stories of the book. In the book, and Kim's been reading ahead, so mm-hmm. you know, are we expecting greater things as this book goes on?
0: Um, there's some pretty good stuff ahead. I've only gotten oh shit, where am I in this? I think I'm on the signal. No, I'm even beyond that.
2: Ooh. Kim's way yeah Yeah, Kim's yeah. like doing homework.
0: You see, I read over my lunch break at work, so yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, from funny. here on out, the story's oh, yeah, been a little bit
0: yeah, right. longer.
2: Well,
1: that's good. That's good. Yeah. There's so one. Um, I think it's
0: just like stupid long. let to do this.
1: Stupid long.
0: Like ridiculously long.
1: What, like Moby Dick long?
0: Bore in peace, think. man. Boring in peace. No. Like Okay, the way my document is set up, it's... Is like the stand long? The way, the way my document is formatted, it's a total of 507 pages. But they're like really short little pages. And there's, well, this last one is like 300 or so. Two or three hundred pages, hmm. but anyway, we will see. It's interestingly enough that I will get through it. Y'all will. Yeah. It's that good. Well, so, the last
2: the last story is actually fifty pages on my on my iPad. No, you it up differently than mine. I have it set for the smallest the smallest font. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Very good. So there we go. Two stories this week. Yeah. Um, double And header. from 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 here on out, there will be nothing but double headers. I believe we have what? Uh, we have six more stories. Six more stories to cover. So that'll be that'll actually be the next three episodes of Microphones of Madness. We're we're gonna wrap this up before the we go on a couple of weeks season break, and then uh, we'll be back for season three of Microphones of Madness. All Star Wars, all the time.
0: Woohoo Force Powers Unite
1: Yeah, see see James took over Friday fungi so I can't have uh, fan theory Friday.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so yeah, that's we I, you know okay, so a name long forgotten. Thumbs up, thumbs down, meh.
2: Meh.
0: Uh, tentative thumbs up, just because there's some neat stuff in it. That's and
1: why I gave frogs, it a meh.
0: Huge frogs, elephant units, you know.
1: Yeah, I'll give it I'll give it a meh to to a thumbs up, kind of like a meh and a half. A meh and a half. A meh and a half. I give it the meh.
0: Thumb the meh.
1: I didn't dislike it. Right. Hmm. Right. And then, of course, Tim Neat. I think all three Failed of up. us go thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, once again, you can get this book on Amazon. Yep. Uh, it is Key Conga, The Anthology mm-hmm. by Milton Davis and Balagun Ojitade. So pick it up. Uh, they don't have they don't have hard copies just yet, so you, you have to get the uh, the e-reader version. Right. But uh, still, great book. The price is right. Well worth it. It's well worth it. It's a great read. It really
2: is. I look forward to reading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these these have been fun episodes. When I, whenever, seriously, when I am assigned to read something, even if it's something I've wanted to read, I'm very reluctant to read it. And I have not had that feeling with this book at all. So.
1: Ah, well, I'll have to fix that for you. Thanks. Um. Okay, so <laughs> last week, last week we had Pete Rollick on. And um, yeah. we were going to we were going to give away a a copy of uh, Legacy of the Reanimator. Yeah, man. And we did get an entry. Woo! Yay! Was it
0: so someone, not somebody, paying attention. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, we did have the restriction of continental U.S. and the Friday Fungi books have been going to Italy for some reason. But yeah, our our the the fastest response with the correct answer to our question was Nick Nicario. No, it was it was, it was Leah Bond. So Leah hey, Bond wins the book. Yeah. Hey, Leah. Those of you who follow the channel know her from uh, Friday Fungi.
2: And last time I looked, Kansas is still in the continental U.S. They're trying very hard to remedy that situation, but for now.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, as soon as California falls off Kansas is gonna be coast.
2: Ah. Because yeah we we'll, we'll, we'll Because we all saw Superman.
1: Yeah. And let's see, so what else we got going on? Monday, of course, will be Monday Night Heroes. We are Eclipse
2: doing phase. Eclipse Phase, awesome. the Chaz Madness. Kramer Show. The vacation years.
1: We are finally through with character creation and the prologue now we're getting into actually playing the game actually playing the story. Uh-huh. Uh, followed by the auction part three on Friday fun Guy.
2: Yeah those guys are those guys are in a very precarious position right now.
1: Yeah, I don't know how precarious a position they're in. you know they're breaking into people's houses
2: and making coffee. That's true, but now the guy caught them and Is he's obviously a bond <laughs> villain of some sort.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Flash your diplomas from the Chaz Kramer School of Detective Work. <laughs> That'll get you out of anything. All right, so... Well, what, I, and what, then, I
0: need is, what I need is psychic paper, like psychic a Doctor
1: paper.
2: Who. And if you're reading along with us, next week we will be doing the stories... The Hand of a Sacete and the Signal. The Signal. The Signal.
1: I, I don't know. I, I kind of like the hand, the, the, just the title, The Hand of a, a sa-cete. sacete. Oh,
2: Sacete.
0: Yes. The I like that. It's, it's,
2: it's a Jethro Tull reference. <laughs> they had a song, Sacete, You're a Woman. I think yeah. it's on like it's on like Stand Up or Benefit, one of those really really old tall albums. Right. Yeah.
1: So once again, we'll we'll go through the schedule again. Monday Night Heroes, Ozymandias, clip Phase, Friday Fungi, the Auction Part Three, mm-hmm. and wherein Everybody doing, Dies. Doing Part Five of Key Conga. Next Saturday. So,
2: without further ado, say goodnight, Good night, Gracie.
0: Steve.
2: Good night, Gracie. Good
0: night, Gracie. What the hell are you doing, Steve?
2: I'm making it more Lovecraftian.
0: <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are nuts.
2: <laughs> Madness. Microphone madness.
0: Ooh, that's true. That's true. Right way to keep the faith, guys.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's what we do. All right.
1: So good night, everybody. We'll see you later. I apologize to Nick. <laughs> yes, I don't. We love
0: you, Nick. Shut love up, you,
1: Nick.